Oh, were there any Transformers we were going to cover specifically? Um, we can just talk about, like, uh, whichever ones we want. Um, I will be honest. I was, I forgot to prepare for this episode. Uh, <laughs> so we can, just, we can just do whatever we want. It's our podcast, whatever. Yeah, I right. was going to suggest, like, the thing with making Windblade and Drift East Asian. Because yeah. that, that seems but to come saying? up a lot, I've figured. Welcome to It Was All Because of a Curly Straw. I'm your co-host, Yoali. Uh, now I shall let my fellow co-hosts present themselves. We have some new uh, voices today. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that's exactly what I was expecting you were going to say. Just, yeah. <laughs> Should I introduce were... myself first? Just because yes, I was introduce yourself. Time. Person yeah. that's already existed. Okay, cool. Yes, this is the other co-host that was here last time, Kage. My name is Jane. I haven't been on an episode yet, but I will be on more episodes starting now. Hello, I'm Veer. Um, give me one second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I had to cough there. Um, okay. I used to be big in the TF fandom, shitpost-wise, and then I got sent to a different state for two years. But now I'm back, and I'm just making new shitposts. And objectively, they're worse now. But anyway, <laughs> I'm here to talk and overanalyze things that have no meaning whatsoever. Hi. That's what this podcast is for. Yes, because I definitely did not spend... I haven't spent, like, the past week overanalyzing Thunder Howl's height. <laughs> My favorite thing is overanalyzing robots. Thunder Howl is apparently approximately about 19 feet tall. That's a big boy. No, he, he's like 19 feet tall. The average size for a bot in IDW1 is 30 feet. Oh, right. The Cyberverse bots are so tiny. They're little guys. My favorite thing is wubifying evil characters. My that, favorite that's... thing is wrong. <laughs> Your favorite thing is wrong. Yeah, yeah. I love ring. <laughs> I, I, I love wrong. <laughs> I, I, I love. Should, I, I sure no. you love him when when he dies. No, that's my favorite. Shut the hell up. <laughs> okay, I have a gun. You are completely justified because Rung is an actual character, and my favorite Lost Light <laughs> character is maybe like four pa paragraphs on TF Wiki. It's so fucking sad. We need more content to feed you specifically. I I I either have no content or I have Blackrock. <laughs> I don't know what's a worse situation. Yeah, and I, I know you all are familiar with my fucking wrong collection. Oh, <laughs> I wrong. I, I saw the beginnings because we met at the uh, TFCon Chicago once. My first yeah, TFCon. I've gotten, I've gotten so much more since then, believe me. Literally, all I do is buy figures. I walk into a TFCon, and I've impulsively spent $500 in the first hour buying figures. Yeah, yeah I did my that. My biggest purchase ever. was... A Deathsaurus. Very funny because it's been like three years and Mastermind Creations has still not come out with their Deathsaurus. God, yeah. He's still I, on pre-order. I think the first thing I bought there was a Masselby plushie. Oh, Because everyone was neat. lining the fuck up immediately. Violence. Anyway, I think we should get on to the topic and I think yeah, that should. I am not the person to discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> So, our topic today is human formers, jazz hands. Yay! Yay. Yes. 
you you the feel an overwhelming you sense of fear lingering <laughs> you behind draw, you. You can't draw fucking robots. <laughs> yeah, uh, human formers is when you uh, when you're a Transformers fan, but you can't draw robots or you can't draw them very well, so you draw a yeah. human version of them. Or I guess Garrison or be Black me. Rock, canonically, or be me who draws robots all the fucking time, but wants to draw them as humans just so you can. I have only fun. draw the robots. Or you're me, and you're equally bad at drawing everything that's not a monster, so you just draw whatever you want. So I draw the robots, true. and I don't do the humans, because I like the robots. I love the robots, but also, uh, I, I'm okay at drawing robots. I just don't want to. <laughs> I, I don't want to either. I drew Scorpionock for the first time in forever recently, and I just started giving up halfway. I don't Are like the man. I don't like the squares. I don't like the cubes. I I like drawing robots. I did a sort of step by step, not step by step, a little advice guide on little things once. Remind I think me. I saw that. Remind uh, me one I, day to commission you people. <laughs> I, yeah, it is a, on Tumblr, and podcast people listeners cannot click a link I send in the Discord. We we <laughs> should do maybe one day we can do YouTube videos. Uh, that's bonus. true. Ooh, true. Yeah, they do that with Adaptus Ridiculous, which is the only podcast I've ever listened to because I don't listen to podcasts. I listen to too many one. podcasts. I listen to so I, many podcasts, I ended up on one. I yeah. listen to uh, fucking Night Vale and the Wayne Radio TV Cruise podcast. <gasps> yes, Night Vale. Also, a uh, little self. I think we should probably stop the topic of podcasts and get onto human formers <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah on one hand can be fun but on the other Segway. hand you can hear the screams of every single person of color ever and every single actual person who respects people of color ever oh yeah, yeah. it's a very complicated subject uh sometimes because um I'm not gonna say the name of this person because I don't want to start shit. Um, racism. There was racism. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say the name racism. of this person. I'm not gonna name the name of this person. But there was a person in the Transformers fandom a while ago. They're not in the fandom anymore, uh, as far as I know. Uh, they would draw like their human formers, and the Decepticons um, would be like dark skinned, and then the Autobots would be light skinned. And um, it wasn't uh, great. They were told to, hey, maybe stop. Uh, and they didn't. And that's fun. Yeah, that's oh. so fun. Oh, it was that person. Yeah, that don't person say the name. Fun. No, that person's <laughs> uh, fun because the they final. jumped fandoms to the last fandom I was in. And they're super popular in it. And I reblogged an art of theirs because it was a crossover I really liked between my fandom and a little movie I liked. And then I realized it was drawn by them. And I took, like, I, D20 psychic damage. I have them it blocked, my so I have no fucking clue what they're doing right now. I have no idea either. They, they were just in, unfortunately, the tag I was searching through. Yeah, right now they're in a fandom that I'm in. Um, I won't Very see the unfortunate. Name of yeah, I won't say the name of it uh, in case someone tries to, like, ooh, trying to, like, find whoever they are. Because don't send hate to the person if you find out who they are. That's <laughs> shitty. Um, it, it's, like, it's not fun when they're, like, super popular uh, and you're just kind of tired of um, 
you're just kind of tired of telling people and they're like, eh, whatever. That or, you know, the 10 billion people who draw Starscream as white. Because the only Starscream I can objectively see as white is, well, you know, TFP Starscream. Because look at him, he's white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry to people of color who had kind of a, as color. You, you can definitely do that. And I definitely don't have a say because I'm like 75% white. But Starscream is canonically co-constructed. And is canonically a metaphor for race. And then one day, I'm Scott trying to make it a metaphor for being trans. And then everything went terribly wrong. And then it all went to shit. Yeah, oh man. M. Scott, it, it I don't went to like shit M. And she Scott. lost the job. I really don't like her either. This I, is I mean, now an M. Scott hate podcast. I'm kidding, I, I mean, I'm kidding. On one hand, I just, I just want to say that simply based on the fact that um, Kella showed up and immediately died. And I've been thinking about Onyx Prime a lot lately. I need to admit, I don't remember who Onyx Prime is. He's the guy Shockwave wore as a fursuit. Oh, right, okay. Onyx Prime is, uh, like, the... I don't know the He's word He's the centaur English. guy. Yeah, not, not centaur. Uh, yes, centaur, but n not the word I was looking for. Um, The forefather to all the beast formers, I think? Or something like that. Yeah, the ancestor of uh the, the Prime beast formers. Prime Lord is... Prime Lore is really weird because they used to be multi multiversal similarities, but th now they're not, and it gets really weird, especially within the IDW continuity, or the first one, because of the whole Seanix Prime stuff, but we should get back on topic. And yeah, that topic I is human formers. And yeah. Jane, would you like to lead us into this one that you are mentioning within our Discord? Oh boy, I think I could. <laughs> okay, Have so fun. another another artist who we shall not name, but they were fairly popular. I don't know if they're still doing Transformers, but if they are, then we're going to ignore that. But the thing is, so they drew a lot of human formers and tried to make them, you know, diverse, a lot of people of color. But the thing is, they made Rewind Black. Which, I don't know if you recall, Rewind in IDW is part of a group of robots called the Disposable Class. And they're called the Disposable Class because they were basically slaves for all the other bots that were not. And that's part of the Dominus, uh, Dominus Ambus plot, is that Rewind was, at the time, Dominus's slave, who he was trying to prove did not need to be a slave, but he was still a slave at the time. So making Rewind Black is kind of the worst thing you could possibly do. And yeah, this person making, went all in yeah. with it. Mm, yeah. There are like go like all out with your what I what I think is like go all out with your uh head cannons and all that, but like there are certain things that um some characters shouldn't be, you know? Yeah, like, and like cold constructed characters being white. And we should also mention that the artist who did Black Rewind is a white person. Oh yeah, yeah and they they had some they sure had Psygate designs, didn't they? Ooh, yeah. This is probably they going sure. to like this is probably oh, gonna make it like right. this is so gonna like make it super obvious on who it is, but I don't care. Um <laughs> uh, they made 
They made Cyclonus like a big burly dude and then Tailgate like a small, like cute girl. Anime girl. A cute small yeah. anime girl. And, um, and we, hmm, we hmm. have to stress that Tailgate looked like a schoolgirl and that this is something this is something that's been a little bit of a problem in the fandom, making Tailgate human and like a teenage girl, despite his canon hollow form being a baby I, as a joke. Yeah, because I, I, I think the joke was that um, Tailgate kind of acts childish, so uh, yeah, they made him I, like a little girl. I interpreted the joke as nobody in that issue liked their canon hollow form, so they changed them later, and Tailgate only made himself slightly older. Mm. Or or it was just uh, inconsistent because Negroche did the, that one first issue and Millen did the later issue with the hollow forms. Another thing I have to bring up with that artist and their Psygate, they got a lot of complaints. So if I recall, they tried to fix it simply by making Cyclonus a woman. And yeah, and that that wasn't the I, issue. I, I, I love I, I love Psygate lesbians, but that was not the issue. Yeah, the issue was with tail what the issue was like tailgate. Yeah. Like there were and- several issues with them, like um uh, making a gay uh ship, uh like making one a man and one a woman, uh so that it'd be like straight. Another is that they made one a schoolgirl, which um the, the is isn't- older than like majority of the cast, I think. Tailgate is like six million years old. He's older than the war. Hey, can I bring up an M. Scott thing? Oh, sure. Was, sure. was she the one who said Tailgate was probably a teenager being groomed by Cyclonus? I don't was remember. Was that her? I don't, I don't remember, remember if that was her or what? another unnamed fan. I think we might have to go. Oh, no, I, I remember who it was. Was it not M. Scott? Oh, it okay. Uh, okay. Unnamed font. Unnamed fan. Did you just say her name? No, I meant to say M. Scott. Oh, okay. Because I thought you just named her. I'll I'll cut it out if I accidentally said the name. They had some really bad takes, particularly on revolutionaries. Rancid takes. I I love love Yerlina. She's a complete girl boss. But Cup Cup is a great guy. That's all I'm going to say about the takes I've seen from her. But also jazz human formers. I think those are a special topic. I have so many opinions. Why do some people make him white? White jazz is just white. A, he sometimes he exists, and we need to kill people who make him exist. I like, think he's the he's, bane of existence. He has been uh, like coded black since like. The very beginning, like his name is Jazz. He was voiced by a black. A- he was voiced by a black voice actor, and uh, like he has like a lot of references to jazz, and like yeah. make him white, and then it's like, hmm, it's really and strange why? too, because the only time Jazz has ever had non-black voice <laughs> actors was for like games or stuff, stuff that was not important, yeah. and even then, it was I- very rare. You, and there's also the Pretender show where he was white. Oh, Wait, there's what? There's a, when there's was a that? Pretender toy where he's white. I I can send it in the Discord. <laughs> please, please send this Pretender yeah. show. Holy! Oh my God! It's it's the canon white jazz. 
There's a canon white jazz. It's like that. There uh, is a canon white jazz. Wait, you know, you know Expo- something really funny that I actually have to pull up now? Yeah. Oh my god. It's canon white jazz. Canon white jazz. Okay, okay. So I have to pull something up. Marvel Blackrock? And give me a sec to scroll because I actually don't have photos of him on my computer. I just have them somewhere in my giant pile of uh, his own genre of something is also of color. It's an interesting thing to note. It's the Transformers one POC. Oh, is there w- the one before it, that you sent that before that uh, also Blackrock? <laughs> yes, from Marvel G1, but... I hate that. Barber. Thanks, I hate it. I do not like it. went really off the rails with Blackrock. But also, J-Row got to, like, do an issue with him, and he made the spark cannibalism thing with Titan Masters. So he sure did. Mmm, delicious. Really good issue. Sentinel Prime just looks at Blackrock, who he's just literally traumatized even more so when he's already had, like, the worst couple hours of his life. And then he's like... You see this guy? You should eat him. <laughs> and then Outrigger just stands up and he fucking like triggers one of his components and just like punches Sentinel. Like not with his fist. I I, I think it's a phenomenal scene. I, I didn't Come realize on, Blackrock, I... eat this person. Come on, eat it. I'm enabling you to cannibalize this person. And that's no, not even the only that time. Is so weird too. It's not even the only time Jero wrote cannibalism to something. Wait, fuck. You... When, when did he write cannibalism the other time? Besides the Spark uh, In the Mutineers trilogy, uh, uh, oh, Sunder yeah. was chewing on people's <laughs> brains. Sunder cannibalism. I, I like how this has gone from a human formers discussion to a discussion about Jero and cannibalism. Because that's I just mean, how does... James Roberts is. Yeah, he does a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. So, um, back to, like, uh, the human formers question, so that we can, like, kind of, like, keep it, I don't know the word, keep it, The uh, the thing is, just uh, because I was mentioning IDW Blackrock, I think we have to mention the number one canning human former, and that is Josh Boyfriend. Yes! Oh my god, yes! Okay, that's the only, that's the good one. We approve of that one. That's the only good human former in existence, technically? Because Garrison Blackrock was government assigned by Shockwave. <laughs> or something. I don't know. I don't know, a sovereign equipped with like five billion different human identities to shuffle through whenever oh, you should be dead. Identity shuffling yeah. time now. But but whatever. Thundercracker? He has a canon human soda, and he ships it with his other character. Who is literally Marissa. And it's great. It's so good. I love Thundercracker so much. Um, He's the I only have my character ever. I have my own human former um Thundercracker. I have my own human former of the of the three seekers because I love them. They're my favorite. Um They are the Blorbos from your shows. They're the Blorbos from my fucking shows. And with with Thundercracker. God, as the resident IDW2 expert, I wish he still had a personality. They kind of got rid of it. Aw, oh, man. He was well, so funny in IDW1. He was the best character in IDW1. 
He was so good. I love him so much. He had a dog. He had a dog. And it was inspired by the author's dog. Yeah, it's a um, porgy. That arc, that I've uh, actually reread that arc to fact check something. And it's such an unhinged arc because Blackrock is introduced, Buster's introduced, it has Thundercracker introduced, and he's hanging with humans now. Soundwave is there. Galvatron and Arcee have a fight. I think the Autobots have a whole bunch of stuff. But mostly, it's the action heist, Prowl and Spike Fest. <laughs> where Prowl announces that he has Google Alert set on Spike. And also, it turns into, I need you to assist me, Spike. And ends with Prowl Stater trying to murder Spike. Instead of capturing the Enigma of Combination, which was the entire central plot. But... Back, back to whatever you were discussing, I'm sorry. I was Buster. Thundercracker. I, I will say IDW1 Spike is a bitch. I don't like him. Yeah. He's straight up not in IDW2, which is a massive improvement. Humans yeah, are in IDW2, though. Yeah, they're, they're just not in there, and that is the best decision anyone has ever made. <laughs> but, 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 but my boy! <laughs> it's okay, he's back on Earth, we just don't see him. He, it means he's safe. It means they it can't. Means not... It means it's he isn't being war. butchered by the writers. Neither Scorponok's not there. No, none of my favorites are there, which is actually really interesting. I, I made a joke about it back when Brainstorm died, but I've successfully gatekept Scorponok out of the entirety of IDW two. I like how you say that because that was issue one. Like that happened in issue one, and ever like, since then. <laughs> <laughs> Brainstorm dying in IDW2 is not a spoiler. He dies in the very first issue. Yeah, that's the first issue. That's like the first thing you see in this series. Discuss that one day. Maybe yeah, he comes I'll be back. That's just and like I will I will be the one to help discuss it because I'm the fucking expert here. So, back on topic. <laughs> back on topic. <laughs> um what are some of your like opinions on like the canon um Holoforms and compared uh, with like the uh, holoforms that you may have, if I, you have any. Oh boy, <laughs> I've too many white people canonically. I, I yeah. don't like it. Definitely think that for the most part, fan designs are a lot better. I absolutely love the whirl holoforms that come out for the most yes. part from the fandom. They they're they're my favorite thing, human former world designs, because they're almost always fantastic. Yeah, and based off the canon hollow form, which is pretty fantastic in itself. Yeah. Although I love the ones where they um give roll an undercut, like Yeah. Just damn damn buddy. I, I like the one where they have prosthetics kinda like his claws. Oh yes. yeah. I love That's- I love I love world human formers where they actually give them their prosthetics. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool. It's like, like, God, you respect the character so much. There are some people that, like, do include, like, the eye patch, but, like, so many people miss out on the prosthetics. Yeah. That, or Pros- I guess you could pull, like, a Gravity Falls thing and say World was born with only two fingers. <laughs> you, that is true. There are people that. The middle finger. No, the thing is, he was born with fingers. It's just, I mean, in a way, Whirl is canonically disabled. Yeah. No, he um, is 100% canonically disabled. 
Yeah, people with Imperata are canonically disabled, and yeah. then people just kind of forget that. Yeah, because, I mean, you lose your hands, Whirl appears to have lost his legs and whole head. Actually, I think his he his legs um, were already canonically like that. Because uh, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if we ever see free get yeah shockwave and tarn. They didn't have that happen to them. Royal yeah, legs and, are just built like that. Yeah, because I don't think we see pre empirata world from the waist down at any point. I don't think he had it originally either in the first frame he had. Yeah. I think it's for the frame that he has for majority of the run. That is true. Which, really good robot design, by the way. He's one of my favorite yeah. looking characters. Little chicken He's legs. amazing. He has chicken legs! We got a chicken! <laughs> uh, I also really like a lot of human former Cyclonuses. I, I, I love when they make Psygate lesbians. Yes! Yeah. Okay, I'm a huge lesbian. As, um, I just, I love... I love lesbians so much. Okay. Um, Cyc Cyclonus and Tailgate are honorary lesbians. Yes. They're honorary lesbians and I love them so much. Yeah. Wait, the wait, cancer are very good. Okay, so I know. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. I just yeah. remembered the best uniformer yeah. ever. So I know that pretty much the entire world had Kenyans brainstorm as like some, you know, really... Some black guy who very much looks like he needs a bath, and I fully agree with that. But I also want you to consider. What are you saying? Uh, no, <laughs> that's so good. What the fuck is that, Jane? I'm Storm. Veer, Veer, you're banned. Yes. You are so banned now. That's My first, Wilson. first time on the podcast, and I'm banned. Do you guys notice the Autobot insignia? I. <laughs> I don't have my glasses on. I couldn't read the tags, and I leaned okay, in. Okay, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to describe. I'm going. Yes, please describe this. I'm going to describe the image. Um, because this is a podcast medium. Uh, it is the body of Brainstorm from like the chest up. Uh, and it's the face of Owen Wilson, and the Autobot <laughs> insignia is, is Lightning McQueen. <laughs> And I'm and, dying. Veer, and you're wanted, banned. I want to know if this was a commission, so someone paid for Oh no, I know who commissioned this. I, we, we, we have it. Oh, oh, and we'll storm um weekends. It's, it's a I, whole thing on the commissioner server. Do do they know what they've done? <laughs> yes, and they. <laughs> I mean, if I, if I call their commission in perceptor as the rock from somebody else. No, <laughs> I'm gonna cry. I'm going to cry. Well, also okay. another guy I really like. General, I think most human formers of I really like. I really like crankcases. Yeah, I've like I've never seen any human former uh, for a crankcase. Uh, I like the ones where they do keep his head trauma. Oh yes, I. Well, those ones are important. I also like David. <laughs> David Jane. <laughs> are I, you I, looking I, at I, Owen Wilson again? No, no, Jane, I found your post from a really long time ago. Which the, one? The, this fire catfishes crankcase. <laughs> yeah, he catfishes crankcase on Roblox. We need to do an that episode on the scavenger someday. <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to do that because I love the scavengers. The scavengers are great. Also, and I that feel will... like we can make the most genuinely cursed episode ever. That will allow me to talk about Connie. 
Yeah. Don't talk about Connie in this episode. We're that not is a talking whole about other. That is a whole other like can of worms. We're not talking about can- Connie this episode. I mean, can I make a comment on Crankcase real quick? Yes. Yeah, sure. I like I like the human formers where they keep his head trauma specifically because I also have like actual brain damage. So seeing that is just really cool for me. Yeah, representation. I think it's really important when they keep visible trauma on yeah. characters. Yeah, I like that because it means that like yeah. like how do I put this into words? I'm really bad at English. Um said the person that lived in the United States for fucking seven <laughs> years. <laughs> um uh having like visual like <laughs> okay. <clears throat> having like I- actual representation, even if it's not canonical, it's like it feels so validating. Like it is yeah. canonical, like he does have like the brain, uh like the brain like the head trauma. Yeah, um, the exposed brain. But sometimes people, when they draw him as a human, they don't do it. And it's kind of sad. To be fair, I... One sec. There's a train coming. (laughs) Toot toot! It's Astro Train! Astro Train! But yeah, the thing about Crankcase is, while my, my my brain damage is not visible, but I'm sure it's also important for people who have visible head trauma and brain damage. Like, it, it's not that hard to just put some bandages on his head or, like, some kind of visible scar. Yeah, I, I agree with that, too. I also, um, I'm sitting down and thinking, I wonder what you could do with a Scorpionok human form, because I only ever think I've seen Zayd do one. And I've oh, been yeah. thinking a lot about his claws because of the one fic I commissioned, and how his, I, I think that he would not have regular hands. I think he would still have his claws. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I like I like that idea. Like I mean, even if we're making robots humans, um I th- I think like it'd be cool to just like keep some of the um the elements that make them like uh non-human. Yeah. Because it's it's fun. I like it. I like that too. And I also like transporting bad eyesight onto Sovereign. I and don't care if you're not Garrison Blackrock. You still have that eyesight, sir. You are the resident sir. Scorponok expert, so you know this. Yes, I am the resident Scorponok expert. Oh, I'm the resident obscure guy <laughs> expert. You know what makes me sad? Obscure little guy? No, besides my obscure little guys. The lack of yeah. Beast Wars human formers. That is true. And, like, when you do see them, they all generally kind of look the same. Huh. Yeah. That's true. He doesn't get- they don't get as much love. Um, well, nobody gets as much love. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what's a special genre? TFA blur human formers because they are the most anima- anime boy looking guys I've ever seen. <laughs> and I feel like I'm you know. Listen, uh, animated world is a twink. <laughs> <laughs> And he deserves to be, like, drawn in that, like, specific style of, like, um, woobified, uh, anime boy. Yeah, Just, I, like, woo-woo. I think, I think human blur needs a mohawk. I, you, you know what? It's good, and I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that on a human former TFA blur. He's, oh, he's that gives that me ideas, fucking... because right now I'm- right, right, he's got right that now, huge thing on his head. I think um yeah. one thing I want to mention, especially like after y'all are mentioning like twin characters and everything, is just like 
how many skinny human formers there are. Like, there's yeah. not enough body diversity. Yeah, are designing human formers, and it's seen. so stupid. Because you see these robots that probably could be translated into like a fatter version or like buff and everything and have muscles and everything. But oh my god, no! But, but this all of is... them are usually just so fucking skinny, and it's annoying as hell. Yeah, so this is exactly what you see. This is like every single DJD fan art ever. Like I'm yeah, not and like I. You... Sorry, uh, I get so angry at skinny Swerve. <laughs> that dude has to look like Swerve Jack Black, is otherwise not... you are doing it wrong. Swerve is not a twink. Swerve is not a stick. Swerve is is round and soft. Yeah, he's just soft. He's a circle. I think, like, uh, the only character, like, human former that, like, I always see see, um, drawn as, like, uh, big is Bulkhead from Transformers Prime. Like, that's almost the only time. Only Transformers Prime Prime and animated, because he does have a canonical... Mm a human Sona in Transformers Animated, and he's, like, a big, round dude. Ow, I have something in my eye. Um, And it's just, like, like, sure, he is big and round, and I love him, uh, but he shouldn't be the only one drawn, not drawn, as a skinny dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. Another thing I don't like, I don't like how most tarantulas, um, human formers, are just, like, crazy, like, scientist ladies. It it just feels kind of weird to me. Like I know I have an emotional attachment to that one tarantula's human former connected to that one legendary fan fiction series, but I just don't really like the whole creep stuff that a lot of human for- human former tarantulas have going for them because it just feels mm-hmm. weird because tarantulas himself isn't a creep. He's genuinely a good person and he's just trying to do better. Yeah, he's a little fucked up, but he's not, you know. And it's so weird that they do it for IDW Tarantulas too, when he's yeah. literally like such a sweet guy compared to every other incarnation of him. He's your he little he's Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. He wants to be a dad. He just wants to be a dad. <laughs> Fucking get... Tarantulas. Just ignore me, I get emotional about Transformers. <laughs> Isn't that the entire experience of Transformers? Isn't that this whole podcast? Yeah! Welcome to All Because of a a Curly Straw, where we get emotional about Transformers. Yeah. I- oh my god, I love uh, If if you want, I can get emotional about my ultimate Florbo. He's not from Transformers. (laughs) I mean, if you want Um, me to go on a rant about Rung, (laughs) I I can do that anytime. Rung? I love Rung, and, uh, Rung, you you know what's really funny to me? What? Every Rung human former. Yeah. I feel like they all just have the same general build. I will get so angry about that. He no, doesn't have to be a twink. No, because it's so <laughs> funny. Because they they have such feature and like racially diverse rungs, but all of them, if you like, did their silhouettes, they look the exact same. <laughs> Yeah, and I blame Milne's uh, fucking human former, and I I hate that one. The sexy one that came on uh, Swirl, uh, Planet wor- Swirl? Swirl? Fuck, Swirl! <laughs> swirl! <laughs> the one that it's appeared swirl. on Planet Swerve? Yeah, and it was called Swerth, and the thing about that human former is that Ro- Nick Roche 
already made a really good one in the first hollow form issue. He already made a really good run that looked like an actual old man. And then they just like, no one was like, you know what? Fuck that. I think he needs a full head of hair and be sexy. Make him sexy. They fucking, what's the word? I know there's a uh, word for it. Bimbification? Probably, yeah. I mean, you should probably cut this out of the podcast, but he was already hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how I think a lot of us have very bad opinions on what Transformers are hot. Yeah, and I have the worst opinions because I I'm have, talking like, about that first issue wrong. I have the least valuable opinion about um, how hot a uh, male character is because I'm a lesbian. Because yeah. I have a I have a weird taste in men, uh, which mean, is usually like I'm which not going to lie. Like, yeah. I feel like lesbians have very good taste in fictional men. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And, and I say this as a gay man. Oh. <laughs> Friend just DM'd me some art of Shockwave. Oh, wonderful. I was thinking about him in the fursuit. I, I mean, Shockwave that is, is something furry. you can say. Do, do you think that it... So in human formers, do you think that the equivalent of Shonix oh, no. is just Shockwave commissioning a fursuit? I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say that. Oh my god! Oh my god! A human, like Onyx, is just like some kind of like guy on TV, like like he's some professor at a professor at a college that Shockwave's at. So Shockwave decides to commission a like a human skin suit. That is terrifying. Thank you. That is terrifying. (laughs) Thanks. Very cool. Oh my god! Yeah, you're welcome. I'm going to have so much fun editing this. Oh my god. You, you can't cut out the skin suit. I, I can't. I can't. It's so good, but also terrifying. It's awful. The shockwave skin suit. Oh man, you, that is such a cursed thing. Do you think the Unicron sh- trilogy is just uh, a roleplay between Shockwave and Optimus? Oh my god. <laughs> like on fucking Telegram or something? <laughs> Which is like, and then Starscream uh, joins the Autobots, and then he like becomes an emo boy. Send <laughs> and send Jeez, message. Like, IDW one shock up, man. They make me so yeah. sad sometimes, but on the other hand, they make me insane. What are you talking about? They're <laughs> married and have like ten adopted children and a fursuit. Yes, and a fursuit. <laughs> that, that's also the corpse of a prime. <laughs> yeah, I I, I really want to know. I I I want I want to know if there's a Thunderhowl in IDW one. I want to know how he feels about a guy just wearing the fur suit that's made out of his prime. About what? Have you watched Cyberverse? So uh, no, you so, cut out. Uh, I have. I just Thunderhowl is. It appears that no, Thunderhowl I... is not an IDW. Oh no, I know he's not an IDW. I just think it would be very funny if he was. I mean, we have oh. Weirwolf, who's kind of close to that. Yeah, but Thunder Howl has the connection to Audix Prime. I that mean, visibly, it could also be Blackrock. I, I just think that someone, it would be very funny <laughs> to have a human farmer's fic where someone uncovers the skin suit. Oh, but God. also, I feel like it could just <laughs> as reason- reasonably be like Tarn. Wait, wait. Are you, the family. are you saying human shockwave has a skin suit? <laughs> of Audix Prime. <laughs> Why would he have a skin suit? <laughs> I feel like because there could be other ways to disguise yourself. 
I mean, you could kill Onyx Prime and wear his skin like a suit. Yeah, that's awful. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I was listening I mean, to a crime do you podcast in a human form or circumstance. That's like some cupcakes, would... Pinkie Pie shit. This just reminds me of Bubba from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was listening to a crime podcast earlier, and that was in my mind. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> I get a DM to like ramble about my ultimate blurbo, but here I am just discussing Sonic's Prime. On an episode about human formers. Because I'm coming up with the most cursed human formers verse possible. <laughs> actually, you know what's very, very important to me? I, I'm going to be actually honest. Something that's important to me is I don't like how there are, how it's like every human former of Grimlock you see is like a big, tough black man. It just rubs me a bit weird. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's a little yeah. bit racist, because he's he doesn't speak in, like, normal sentences. So, like... Yeah. Um, and then often... Him- I also feel like, yeah, and often, like, Misfire is also portrayed as, like, a skinny white guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like... Ugh, that's a... Maybe don't do that, please. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like... That's how I always see human former Grimfire, and it makes me really uncomfortable. On top of think, the fact um, that Grimfire already makes me uncomfortable as a ship. Oh. Uh, yeah, it I can think be, that, like... It can be done okay, but... Well, I think most of the influence comes from um, Robots in Disguise 2015, because yeah. the voice actor for Grimlock in that was black. So I think that's where most of the influence comes from, but I can definitely see, like, portraying Grimlock as, you know, this big tough I'm... black dude is definitely like not the best route to go for especially with like the thing is i people are totally fine about red 15 grimlock it's just the way that they do it within idw1 is weird with grimlock yeah. circumstances i mean i mean you can say jro it's okay <laughs> since when did jro make a hu- draw human former grimfire Oh no! I I meant uh, canon, uh, canon Grimlock. Uh, oh. You know the you know the big uh, brain trauma guy who pisses himself. Oh yeah, yeah. That uh, he does that. Like I like uh, Dro's um, writing, but also he does have like um, I do have problems with some with the way that he portrays certain things. I and also this, this the is way a conversation the head trauma was such an easy fix. This is a conversation you don't want to get me started on. Uh, yeah. If we get to the podcast. Huh? Do you think we should end the podcast? Um, we can go on a little more because I will, and because there have been, like, a few, like, um, things I will edit out so, like, it can be, like, um, a little more than an hour, or around an hour. Yeah. Okay, so. We can talk for a little bit longer. we We haven't talked about a couple yet. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh. Kage, if you are comfortable uh, talking about this, um, what are your opinions on, like, the Drift human formers and, like, the Windblade human formers? Oh, okay. Well, so, I definitely don't enjoy the instances where, like, they don't draw Drift or Windblade as Japanese, because, like, if if they're going to be Japanese-coded, then, like, it makes more sense to have them as Japanese rather than, like, portraying them as non-Japanese and people who are essentially, like, weeaboos about it, because, like, that's that's just weird to see. Um, yeah. Because I think there's ways you can approach 
characters being Japanese without it being like too offensive, like especially with Drift and Windblade, since like so much of their inspiration comes from like Japanese culture and everything. Like, especially with Drift, it's he doesn't seem he's definitely like Japanese coded, but like it's not to the point where it's like too much of a caricature. And for Windblade, um, like they did take inspiration from Geisha and Kabuki, like themes but i don't necessarily think it's she's a caricature or anything because she doesn't also just doesn't like encapsulate like someone who is japanese it's just more like she's themed in that way and it just makes more sense for them to like be portrayed as japanese in human formers designs instead of like a different race or something like that yeah the reason i propose this is because it seems to be on an artist by artist basis on who's doing it right and who isn't yeah i think like especially with um how drift and windblade are as characters it like doesn't it doesn't like portray them in a bad way or anything especially if they are just like japanese coded like they're just people <laughs> who are japanese coded and i think that's how it should be handled yeah especially idw drift every other drift that yeah. other drift is drift. like really bad Oh like, yeah, IDW Drift, Drift is, is fine. Yeah, IDW, IDW Drift, Drift is, is weird. Well IDW Drift is like he's well done. Uh, like at least from what I've seen, I've seen like other pe- uh, other Japanese people like weigh in on this. Like they like IDW Drift, but um, uh, RID RID 2015 Drift. Um, and Bayverse. Bay for- Bay vo- yeah, those Bay are garbage. Forwards. Yeah, those, those are garbage. Are not great. <laughs> Because yeah. uh, Bayverse literally has yellow face, and that always made me very uncomfortable. Yep, it's I not think good. I think Bayverse is just the most racist of all the continuities. <laughs> yeah, he, he like I mean, it's Michael Bay. Yeah, if, yeah, if we start if we start this, it's going to be like another whole hour because I have a lot of <laughs> um, I have a lot of opinions about Bayverse. Oh, same though. I've... <laughs> Like, that can be another episode. Maybe uh, in two weeks. Maybe in two. Because next week is going to be... Drumroll, please! More Megatron Origins! Yes, more Megatron Origins! Oh, boy! I'm so sad. Megatron Origin number three and four. like, 50 podcasts at once just so we can get to fucking ROM versus... Unless you want to do the rest. Unless you want to do the entire Hasbro verse in order and then we can handle rom that would be fun yeah we'll get to it eventually one day one day uh the drift thing reminds me are, are we ever gonna have a dratchet discussion because i have opinions on dratchet um maybe opinions on dratchet is called opening a can of worms and then <laughs> yeah, throwing a lighter at the ground uh, Jero dug this grave. Now he has to lay in it. What's the uh, expression? It's like you're swinging a bat at a hornet's oh. nest. Yeah, yes, at a hornet's yes, nest. it is. The thing about that is, I don't care what Dratchet fans think of me <laughs> because I they're don't wrong. care what they think of me either. I care too much because I'm afraid of people. <laughs> yeah, they're, well, they're wrong because I am right all the time. Please do not <laughs> bully me. I'm a baby," said the 22 year old. <laughs> Please don't bully us. No, no bully. No bullying, please. I mean, all of you guys are in your twenties, and I'm I'm an eighteen-year-old in eleventh grade because the universe hates me. Oh yeah, you're a baby. Yeah, I should be freaking graduating, but nah, whatever. No, don't be mean to us. Be really nicies. Be really, really nice to us because if 
You are mean to us. I will tell my mom. And I will get my fat. <laughs> uh, I think, actually, Messi is the youngest of all of us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she's a minor. Oh, uh, yeah, true. She's yeah, that's why, that's why I said uh, she's the youngest of us. I have to go now, so. Okay. Oh. Uh, we're we'll gonna... Goodbye. goodbye to the podcast. Goodbye, yeah, podcast. We're go- goodbye. This, this is very sudden, but I have to go. Bye. Okay. Are we going to uh, wrap up now? Yeah, we're going to wrap up now. So that was the podcast. Um, Hope you enjoyed. Uh, uh, We have a Tumblr and a Twitter now. Um, Yay. The Twitter is (laughs) A-B-O-A... It's a lot of letters. A-B-O-A-C... Okay. Uh, You should put it in the episode description. Yeah, I'm go- yeah, I'm gonna put better. it in the episode description because I can't spell. Um, it's going to be in the episode description, and Tumblr is all because of a curly straw podcast. Um, you can find. I am currently working on getting this podcast on other platforms, so stay tuned. Um, uh, so far we're only on Acast. You can only find us on Acast so far. You can find us. On very many uh, names, I am Ogdet Arting on Twitter. Kage, if you would like to. Oh say. yeah, I am Kage Bros on Twitter. And can I also do a shameless plug for some? Yeah, this is definitely human formers related. Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, I would like to advertise the Represent Zine. Uh, the Represent Zine is a human formers of color zine that is a nonprofit, and it is meant to uh, be charity towards a good cause uh we're looking at essentially like uh charities of color to donate to uh when this scene actually pops off but those who are interested in designing human formers um that are also in the realm of like people of color and representing people of color uh this is the zine for you so if you are interested in the represent zine just look up represent zine uh on twitter and yeah awesome jane do you want to plug anything? All I really want to promo is that uh, I'm Gusherbug on Twitter. All right. Awesome. So that has been the podcast. Uh, we will see you next week. Bye.